no matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. Now, see that look in Mr. Pitt's eye, like 19th century literature, has nothing to do with going to business school or medical school, right? Maybe. Mr. Hopkins, you may agree with him, thinking, yes, we should simply study our Mr. Pritchard and learn our rhyme and meter and go quietly about the business of achieving other ambitions. I have a little secret for you. Huddle up. Huddle up! We don't read and write poetry because it's cute. We read and write poetry because we are members of the human race. And the human race is filled with passion. Medicine, law, business, engineering, these are noble pursuits and necessary to sustain life. But poetry, beauty, romance, love, these are what we stay alive for. To quote from Whitman, Oh me, oh life of the questions of these recurring, of the endless trains of the faithless, of cities filled with the foolish, what good amid these, oh me, oh life, answer that you are here, that life exists and identity, that the powerful play goes on and you may contribute a verse, that the powerful play goes on and you may contribute a verse. What will your verse be? The Shane Cast. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Shane Cast. My name is Shane. I am, of course, your host, and you are the audience, and you are the most amazing types that I can think of. You're coming back every single time I put one of these out. Uh, and I thank you for uh, being interested in what I have to say. And today, uh, a lot. I just learned. I just learned something today that I didn't know about. That I had no clue uh, that this had happened. Um, and it ties into a lot of the things that I talk about on this little show of mine. Um, about how important it is to really and truly connect with people, to be brave enough to allow others in. And, and, and just as a preface, I don't want this to be something negative towards who I'm going to talk about. So um, this is just an observation that I've made uh, about uh, this. So uh, today uh, I was told by a good friend of mine uh, that a mutual friend of ours, someone who I knew got to know quite well uh, a number of years ago uh, has actually passed away Uh, and we didn't know and and why that's important is that we only learned that he had died three years ago more than three years ago Uh, and it what it it initially of course I, I I'm a little upset about this but the thing that really uh the thing that really uh that i think is really important not about him but about all of us is that we 
need to be more connected. We need to be more uh, at one with each other. We need to really be not afraid of letting people in. And the simple fact of, of getting to know somebody uh, really well is a brave act. It's a, it's a courageous act in itself. That is something that we don't do as often as we should. We don't allow other people into our lives because in this day and age, um, I've seen too many times where, or I've experienced too many times moments where I don't say anything or I don't allow myself to say what I really mean uh, to somebody about something. Uh, tell them that they're amazing. Uh, tell them that I'm really concerned about what they're doing. Tell them about, you know, my deepest, you know, secrets and fears and, and desires and, and, and all of that stuff. And, and this is, and I've talked about this and I'm trying, I'm trying to be as succinct as I can, but it really just comes back to the thing that I talk about on the show quite often where I, for a long time have been stating over and over that I really feel that I need to be more connected, that I really want to be more connected. I really want people to put their shit aside and to allow others to talk to them because I think it is absolutely unacceptable for me not to have known that somebody that I got to know, I, I worked with this man for three years of my career in, a, in the, in the same office. I got to know him relatively well and he, and he was a hard guy to know. He was a very private guy. He was a very quiet soul. He was, he was a huge nerd. He and I shared so many different sort of things. And, and, the, and the person who told me today uh, that he'd actually died three years ago was uh, no, knew him even more, knew him even deeper than I did. Uh, and it's, it's one of those things that I just find it is not acceptable that I didn't know. And I know that, that it's silly that I should of course know the whereabouts and, and that kind of thing of friends and, and, and loved ones at all times. But this guy was fucking funny. He was amazing. He had all kinds of great qualities and I really wanted to know him better. I mean, I helped this guy move once from one place to another. I like, you don't do that for just random people. I just did it because he asked and he was like, I need some help. We came and we helped him. And it's just one of those things that is unfortunate that I had to learn that he died in 2013. And I, and I, and it's not, it's not like I'm blaming myself or, or, or anything of that nature or blaming anyone. Like it, it's not anyone's fault. It's just that it was really sad that somebody died so young. He was only in his forties and he, and he had a heart attack and you know, you don't expect that kind of stuff to happen. Um, and he, and he was gone. He was just gone. And now, three years later, learning this information, it just pointed out to me that I think that what I am seeking is to have 
you know, close relationships with as many people as I can. And there's too many times where I see people putting themselves to the side, not allowing other people in to, they're so tied up in their own mental shit that they don't allow others to not help or anything, but just to be there for them, to just to be somebody that is there when they need them and not have any expectations of anything other than that. And I've just found it very saddening and, and frustrating that I've been needing this and wanting this for such a long time. And if you've listened to the show uh, before, you would know that you are, uh, you would know that, that I, I really have been struggling with this kind of thing for a while. And part of that is, you know, distance, because I have some really cool people that I know that are far away from here, where I live. Um, but this man lived in my city. He was not that far away. He was somebody that I hung out with. You know, I I left my job and, and he was he left the job before that. And, 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 you know, and we sort of connected here and there. And I and I remember a few times he actually sent me messages uh, online. Uh, he sent me a few texts randomly once in a while, just to check in how I was doing. And the thing was that I didn't even know that he had moved out of the city as well. He had moved away. And unfortunately, while he was planning that process, it, it seems like he had a heart attack and, and died. And I don't know what to say other than it's a good reminder to me. And I hope anyone listening to this knows that it's a good reminder that we need to check in from time to time with people that we deem important, that we feel are important to us and that we don't allow three more than that for me, like five, six, seven years to go by because it really sucks to learn that he's gone and has been gone for a while. And I feel some sense of uh, regret that I was not more present to be there for him. Uh, you know, in his obituary, it describes him to a T. He was a private man, but he had a wicked sense of humor. And that is the piece that I remember about him the most. He was funny and when he let you in when he let you in it was a gift from him it was like a present that I really hope that we don't forget that when people do that when they invite you to their home or they laugh with you or they do something that's you know just a little bit more than a simple handshake and a hello uh, that that is important that we all remember that it's important because he was, and to me, he was important, and I've, I'm regretting not having sought him out more often. That we all get wrapped up in life, and we have all these friends that we have that are close that you see in a real, uh, or sorry, see them in a, in a, in a, on a, in a, in a, some sort of regular schedule-ish thing, um, but even people that you don't see that often. You know, it's, it's something we need to remind ourselves to do. We have to reach out and, and say hello once in a while. And in this day and age of all these technologies that I relatively hate, uh, most of them, um, that we should at least make an effort and don't uh, find yourself here uh, learning that a, that a friend that I consider to be a, a really close friend uh, has been dead for a long time. And I think that that is not acceptable. 
in this day and age. It's it's really not. So there you go. I don't know what else to say other than um, there's stuff that this just has brought up for me that is not um, it's not awesome to feel this way because we shouldn't we shouldn't feel this way we shouldn't feel that way so please uh, go out today and and contact somebody or just a simple message um, I've received messages from people that I've only met a couple of times in the last six months or so and I'm gonna make an effort to just say hi uh, because I feel that these individuals that I'm talking to and I and I I'm trying I I don't like to mention a whole lot of names on my show except for people that are you know in the background maybe um but you know who you are uh messages via Twitter messages in the mail um I'm thinking of you guys right now because uh don't not send those messages to people that you care about because this really sucks that I've learned that this man, this guy who I really respected and, and thought was amazing, um, you know, died at the age of 48 when he really shouldn't have. Uh, so yeah, there you go. I'm going to leave it at that. I can't believe I've been talking for more than 10 minutes. So, um, please, uh, do that, do that, do that, do that. Don't let it go by for, uh, a long time so thank you everyone for listening and i will be more cheery next time and of course as always i will see you next time graham chapman co-author of the parrot sketch is no more he has ceased to be the rest of life he rests in peace he's kicked the bucket hopped the twig bit the dust snuffed it Breathed his last and gone to meet the great head of light entertainment in the sky. And I guess that we're all thinking how sad it is that a man of such talent, of such capability for kindness, of such unusual intelligence, should now so suddenly be spirited away at the age of only 48 before he'd achieved many of the things of which he was capable and before he'd had enough fun. Well, I feel that I should say nonsense. Good riddance to him, the freeloading bastard I hope he's found. <laughs> and the reason I feel I should say this <laughs> is he would never forgive me if I didn't, if I threw, threw away this glorious opportunity to shock you all on his behalf. <laughs> anything for him but mindless good taste. <laughs> I could hear him whispering in my ear last night as I was writing this, all right, please, he was saying, you're very proud of being the very first person ever to say shit on British television. If this service is really for me, just for starters, I want you to become the first person ever at a British memorial service to say fuck. <laughs> Until Graham's death, 
The 20th anniversary of Monty Python didn't really mean very much to me. It seemed too conventional, too neat, not nearly arbitrary enough for Monty Python. But Graham's death changed all that. Suddenly I found myself wanting to look back and celebrate all the things that we did together. For Graham was, in many ways, all the things that we were most proud of in Monty Python. Awkward, outrageous, unconventional, unpredictable, impatient, and often very angry indeed. Cheer up. You know what they say? Some things in life are bad. They can really make you mad. Other things just make you swear and curse. When you're chewing on life's gristle, don't grumble, give a whistle, and this'll help things turn out for the best. And always look on the bright side of life. Always look on the light side of life. Life is quite absurd, and death's the final word. You must always face the curtain with a bow. Forget about your sin, give the audience a grin. Forget it, it's your last chance anyhow. And always look on the bright side of death. I just speak for you, draw your terminal breath. Life's a piece of shit, oh, when you look at it. Life's a laugh and death's a joke, it's true. You'll see it's all a show, keep on laughing as you go. Just remember that the last laugh is on you. And always look on the bright side of life. Always look on the bright side of life. Change. Always look on the right side of life. I'd just like to be the last person at this meeting to say fuck. <laughs> Thank you very much. God bless you, Graham.